0: my
1: time folks i'm just gonna go watch a movie do you like scary movies i don't watch like movies i have to return some videotapes
0: you have a tv no i just like to read the tv
2: guide read the tv guide No don't need a tv books records films these things matter call me shell it's the fucking, fucking truth.
3: truth over 1600 titles each were rented just two dollars the first night and only a
2: I don't watch TV. Yeah, but you are aware that there's an invention called television, and on this invention, they show shows, right? It's a laser disc. Okay, i in towns in the
0: weather. Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Alec.
1: Hello, kids. Welcome to episode 62 of the Frog Brothers Podcast.
0: 62! Yeah!
2: I'm human garbage, and my name is Justin. I am living uh, depression and disappointment, and my name is Alec. And Nick is thirty eight years old. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hold on. I gotta get I gotta get some extra applause late. for us.
1: Because So you your mom before she found out about you. Hey bada 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 swing Because
3: Twister's birthday had to get in the way. Yeah, Twister's birthday bum. was before your birthday. I know, but that's the reason why my birthday episode's a week late. This week's episode sponsored by Pib Extra, instead of RC Cola. Ha!
2: yeah, I killed me. You so say so.
3: For some reason, hey, I don't know why this they is changed next it.
2: birthday, so we're not talking shit on him today.
1: I didn't. The only thing I said about him hey, was Alex's a joke, joke about that, that mom. his mom being late on her period when she found out about him. My but that don't happens to everyone's sure. mom.
3: Apparently, some people can still have their period after they're pregnant.
1: Fuck it. Yeah, there's, there's things out there that are unnatural.
0: I
3: think we should talk about one. Well, three really natural. Issues. There's
1: things out there that can't be explained. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes shit happens, and I'm not going to finish that because we already do that too much. But uh, you and know it th- you know.
2: If you know, you know. That's well, all. I'm the person say. you should call is the abortionist we- doctor. Oh, <laughs> well, that got awkward. Really <laughs> no, that was great. Awkward the silence. silence after that was just for laughter. Doctor yes. Kavorkin. So for everybody babies. could catch their breath from laughing at my hilarious, hilarious joke. Welcome to the Frogweathers so podcast. What's the news and this week? The
1: news. The news. Marvel dropped the Eternals trailer this morning. Huh. Happy little Monday morning treat for <laughs> you. What did you guys think? Any I thoughts? I didn't watch it.
2: I watched it. It looks interesting. Um, I, I don't have too many thoughts on it because I am not familiar at all with the Eternals, so I won't pretend I am. But um, there's a lot of characters in it. I'll tell you that. I only recognized a few of the people I already know. The, um, the guy who was just in God versus Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. The he's conspiracy yep. podcaster guy. He's one of them. Oh. Yep. Um,
3: like that character? I, no. But no, the actor. The actor, no. yeah. Not the character. We well, said
2: a lot of characters, right? Yes. <laughs> a lot of characters. If there's know. a lot of characters, that typically means there's a lot of a cast. Yeah, the cast is, um, let's see... Uh, <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is in there. Um, really? Polly Shore is one of them. No. Andy Dick. Um, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen is uh, fucking amazing. Charlie Sheen. This. Uh-huh. this would be my Eternals. No. He's got... Mel a-
1: Gibson. <laughs> he's got tiger blood and Adonis DNA. And AIDS.
2: <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch that. So
1: now. he's got that going for him.
2: Yeah, actually, that sounds like a, quite a fucked up movie. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, just for the fuck of it, because he's back now. Yeah. can do that. He's been he's uncancelled. he for like five, six years yeah. now, but you know. He was cancelled? Well, he was governor and he wasn't doing mm-hmm. movies, and then he was mm-hmm. cancelled for the... Yeah, he
1: was cancelled for knocking on the But it was before nanny. real uh, cancelling. Very shortly. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, It wasn't real cancelling because it was before that, that... You can't cancel Arnold. Yeah.
1: I mean... Not yet, but when he's dead, he could
2: be cancelled. Either way, it just has me hyped for more Marvel stuff. Um, the way they were saying something about... Uh, like, it well, looked like they were helping form civilization and they're yeah. aliens it looked like something like that and then it looked like they were saying some shit about you haven't uh, interfered all this time but now you have to interfere so it's like oh that's an interesting way to those bring are it the, to current times those or are whatever. the
3: aliens at the uh, post-credit scene in that one movie with uh, Stan Lee in it, right? isn't that what the Eternals are? huh and there's theory that Stan Lee's cameos he was an Eternal isn't that? What I'm thinking of, he's um.
2: They confirmed him. He's the Watcher, I think. Is okay. What that but weren't those aliens
3: called. the Eternals? I, I can't remember. I what mean, movie it's it was.
2: possible, but I don't know enough about them. So yeah, you could be right, and I just don't really. understand. I don't know anything. About yeah, that.
1: I remember them looking different, but that doesn't mean they're not. I mean, I know they're MCU, so I'm mm. not going to comment because I don't know. Someone else smarter than us knows. Yeah,
3: they can probably shapeshift.
1: Yeah, it looks interesting. It looks fun. I'm excited for it. I'm ready to see some more Marvel movies in the big screen. So. Yeah. Um. Well, and if they do anything like they did with Guardians, like right, where you take a property that's not as well known and you make it something awesome, I'm excited for that. Really, the most. Yeah. True. Uh, other news. Other news. Oh, my uh, Ghostbusters ghosts shipped today, or yesterday, whatever yeah, that was. Mine shipped. My fearsome flush and my bug-eyed ghost. I've got two of each coming. Two for the uh, a set for the kids and a set for myself.
3: So, I guess Ecto is still pending.
1: Yep. It says pending shipping soon, I think is what it said.
3: Yeah.
2: So, hopefully, that'll ship like this week sometime. A but lot of It the still other says shipped by August or whatever. Wasn't it's that
1: announced first before? No, it was goes. the same announcement. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. that's, right, that's
1: right. That's right. Same same day pre orders and everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't got an Ecto 1 Plasma series at Target, they're, they're flying they're, off the shelf. They dropped it's to $25 on clearance and uh, they're clearing out pretty quick.
2: Also, check while you're while you're at it, if you're into the Ghostbusters uh, props that Walmart's been selling. The trap and the PKEs are down to $15 at some Walmarts. They are here. I'm going to pick up another PKE, and I already picked up another trap when they were $15. they are out of traps at ours now, but they have plenty of PKEs. Yeah, I wish I got a trap. I'm going to convert that one, I think, into the RC trap from the new film. Once I have some more knowledge on it, I'm going to wait till they see the movie, because I want the controller to look accurate, too. Yeah, that should be... And I, I want to. we're going to have to figure out how to rig it to open the trap with the remote. I don't know how that's going to fucking happen, but it's got to happen. They've figured it out. Somebody
3: has. Yeah. I'll. I just have to copy some bastard.
1: I'm sure you could probably fairly easily do that with some sort of a Bluetooth controller or something else. So.
3: And they just announced the Ecto Soda at FYE. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, so Nick's going to get some of that. So we'll be doing well, a I'll taste try. testing of that. I'll try. We
2: have an FYE around here, don't we? In an, an
1: independent. independent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll go by there but and try to pick some. You can some order up it
3: online, too, too if we fail to find well it. if yeah.
1: someone rolls by and gets some we can try that on the episode next week
2: i also wouldn't mind just having uh, some to keep obviously it's more Ooh. of a collector thing we'll have to
3: get some crystal head vodka to mix we'll get a, i'll get an extra bottle to mix we should that try the black
1: uh, the onyx version they have i haven't tried that kind yet
2: here's some purchases made this week i just bought a couple dvds and um, well i rebought the uh kenner fucking stay puffed uh because i hadn't bought a second one to open yet so i picked that bastard up this week he's uh, opened yep i opened him because he's uh i never had one of those yeah. doesn't smell good
3: i used to like the way they smelled when they were
2: new um i also picked they're up
1: made out of different material now than they used to be though
2: back to the future the complete animated series on dvd which I didn't ever realize they released separately. I thought
1: you had to get that as part of one of the Back to the Future Blu-ray sets. All 26 episodes on four
2: discs. It has a bunch of special features, too, we're going to have to watch. And yeah, boom. I'm going to need to get that, because that's, uh... It was 10 bucks. I was like, um, yeah, I kind of have to buy this. Then I picked up a couple movies that we're going to probably eventually cover anyway, at least a couple of them. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Highly recommend. That's a classic. That's a good 80s flick. Critters. Where did they come up with this stuff? And uh <laughs> Wild Things. Yeah.
3: Which Alec just recently discovered. Yeah, I watched it
2: for the first time a couple months ago and was like,
3: hmm, pretty nice movie.
2: Pretty interesting. Is what that?
1: year did this Elvira come out? Is that not the old one?
2: This is 1987.
1: Oh, okay. That's okay. That's the one I have seen. Then.
3: And I picked up the... Ghostbusters case from the 2016 promotion. Still got the card inside for a free download and $5 off answer the call movie ticket. I have that in the Detolf. Hey, five years
2: later. It's great. Yep. It's nice.
3: I have one of those as well. And I picked up Aaron and Abby. Pretty good condition boxes here. I'm proud of you for buying those. I like this. I should have bought them when they were $3 at Walmart. Yeah. On clearance. I sold my set to Alec just because. Uh, well, I found a pretty good deal on a Holtzman on eBay, too. Still looking for a good patty. Just trying to limit my collection. It was when, I w- when when that movie came out,
2: I did buy the Walmart Regular Busters and the Stay Puffed from that line, mm-hmm. but I didn't buy anything else because I was like, well, actually, I bought the Stay Puffed Balloon Ghost, but it looks enough like Stay Puffed. I was like, what else do I need to get it? the build uh, Rowan?
3: It Rowan, comes yeah.
1: just with those four
2: figures.
3: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, so I have. there's two Rowan figures you get. Yeah, they have an actual Rowan action figure that was released along with the Stay Puft balloon ghost.
3: There's like a dragon, that dragon goes too, right? Oh, Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, I need to get that, I think, still. For what sure.
1: sucks about Mayhem is like...
3: It's colored wrong.
1: Yeah, and they did that based off of the pre-production footage because they yeah. didn't realize they are going to make them green. Or they're glowing green. So
3: Yeah, it's purple in the figure, I
1: think. Yeah, which I think... But that for must some know.
3: reason, I already thought that's what the color was in the movie.
1: No, I think it was all neon green. I think that was some pre-production stuff Mm. that they based that off of. Well, fuck. But we're going to be celebrating Answer the Call's fifth anniversary. Love it or hate it, whatever your opinion
3: is on it. We're going to do a private screening at Screenland Armor probably the day of the anniversary, July 11th. We're going to do some special stuff for it because,
2: um, you know, it may not be a perfect movie. And, of course, we don't think it's better than the original,
3: but we'd like this movie. But I've never seen it at the theater, so that'll be something to look for. Of forward. course it has
2: its flaws, but if you want to talk about flaws, man, I'll go on and on all, all day just to trigger some there's people not but a lot about of Ghostbusters Busters too.
3: There's not a lot of Ghostbusters media, so.
1: No, and one thing I would say about it is I would like to point out some of the more positive aspects of that movie that there's some really <laughs> awesome stuff in there that I think people just completely overlook based on other elements they're focusing on, right? So.
2: Yeah, for sure we'll have to talk about all that
1: and not to mention that there's an entire generation of young people that that is ghostbusters to them that will be their ghostbusters and without all that movie going on we still wouldn't have a an afterlife it wouldn't be and the same and if we did it wouldn't anyway. be the same thing we're the same thing we're seeing now same thing. excuse me while i talk like mike tyson we'll for talk- a
2: minute oh okay you talk like that and i'll talk like afty
0: yeah, man, so
1: Mike Tyson over here, man, man, I bit off the of Evander Holyfield's ear the other one time because he's a bastard.
2: Hey, man, how offensive do you think this is that we're doing this right now? <laughs> you think we're pissing a lot of people off right now? You can't imitate black people. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> illegal. Illegal,
1: no, but actually Mike Tyson has turned his life around, man. He's got a well, pretty good podcast. That struck
3: a nerve. It's pretty awesome. He turned his life around? Yeah, well, He's he got like, that Mike Tyson cartoon on... Yeah, and he, he had that awesome HBO stand-up that he did. He, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, man, and he's
1: it. he's got a successful podcast, and he uh, even had a Vander Holyfield on there as a guest, like, talking Holy about it. Yeah, yeah, I think I heard of that. So, it's pretty wild. Crazy. <sighs> so, that's pretty much the news. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else too crazy going on. I am going to throw this out there. Note: podcast bet is that the next, at least one of the next Ghostbusters, Kenner, real Ghostbusters re-releases, is going to be the... Uh, Slimer with the Proton Pack. I can't remember the exact verbiage or whatever they call them on there. Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, we've, yeah. Are, we've seen the sculpt of it a little bit at that event. What was that? The Hasbro PulseCon yeah, last event. year. Yeah, so.
1: so, yeah, for sure. They showed us working on him, or they showed them working on him, so I think he's coming next. And I'm really just hoping they'll start the marketing push and start giving us some of these other figures, like uh, the, the new um, Fright Feature series.
2: You know what I would really like to see is just some, what? well, I don't know, just kind of rambling on about it, but I just want to see some more cartoon ghosts. Yeah. If Whether that's in noise, the real yeah. Ghostbusters line or the Plasma series, I don't honestly care. Yeah, because
1: no one's ruled out anything in the Plasma in the future, right? Right. Look at what Star Wars Black Series has done. They've done a
2: great job integrating stuff from animated versions <laughs> to live action. Maybe even if they start doing less than they were doing, mm-hmm. they could at least. I mean, everybody wants new extreme Ghostbusters figures, just because we didn't get real. They're not great. No, it's they're, a, they're it's good, a, but it's a fun line
1: for what it was. But it's definitely a sign of the times, and with that series being so short lived, like I wonder what we missed out on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A few things I did pick up though this week, and I don't have anything to show it here. Um, I ordered Ghost Heads on Blu-ray. Finally, I've seen it before, but we're going to review hmm. that pretty soon here as well because I think <laughs> that's coming up on a five-year anniversary. What Didn't that come around? We was, know a lot of people that are. in I think that. it was 2009. That's wasn't fucking it? hilarious. I don't think no, it wasn't that old. It was only a year or two. Twenty-four years to call
2: maybe. So, oh, it's way ahead of that, buddy. You're way behind in the times. Gee, would you, what would you call that movie? What genre? Um, other than documentary, obviously. Uh, pop culture documentary.
1: I guess. I would say.
2: Yeah, there you go. Something to make you cry. We'll
3: have to bring a box of tissues. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> uh, the other thing I did, and call me crazy for it, but uh, I'll have some photos up of the process, but I'm not doing videos because I don't want to encourage people to do this level of behavior. But I bought another Spangler wand, and I'm kit bashing the shit out of it with my Innovos wand. Is that a third one?
2: Or just the second one you already had?
1: Oh, I bought a third one.
0: You
2: dumb bastard.
1: I bought a third one just to kit bash with He's the Innovos in one I have. a
2: million pieces.
1: I got the entire thing taken apart. Every screw that would come come out of that thing came out of that thing. And I've got most of the sponge face electronics replaced in there. I need to do some painting, waiting on a few other parts from GB fans to arrive. So if you're doing a build, I'd highly recommend GB fans. Great products, great prices. AJ Quick's a hell of a guy.
3: One-stop shopping for all your Ghostbusters prop needs.
2: Well, I suppose we will... uh, Well, actually, before we move on to our first segment, you know what I want to talk about real quick is just a couple things to update people. Uh, Hit up our Instagram, at Frog Bros Podcast.
3: Smash that follow button.
2: Smash that follow button. Smash it. Smash it. Smash it. No. Um, Subscribe. You know, yeah, follow us. Do it. Uh, Also, if you're listening to this on the audio feed, remember that we do uh, also have a video feed of this podcast up on our YouTube at youtube.com slash thefrogbros. We also do uh, a lot of other cool things on our YouTube that you will not see or hear in the podcast stream. We will advertise them, but they are not just readily available. <clears throat> yeah, so we're going to have a music video coming this week um, mm-hmm. for Twister... Twister Rap, I believe is what you officially titled this song. I'll call right? it the Twister Hop. The Twister Hop, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's kind of silly. It is pretty hip. It's pretty um, not safe for work also,
3: but... It is filmed.
1: If at you expected us to be safe for work, I don't know when we were. Maybe episodes one
2: and two, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. I don't know. We had a pretty high budget for this music video, so we we went and shot in Iowa and Oklahoma just for it this is specifically at for this
3: video. Movie sites. Yeah. Yes,
2: that twister was shot at. We're basically Hollywood stars now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm best friends with Bill Paxton. No other podcast. I hung there. out with him last week. He's definitely alive. There's nothing that's ever happened in the news. He's perfectly alive and sound and around. Last night I had had a conversation
3: with Bill Paxton, and he's been dead for 40 years. What do you mean Bill Paxton's been dead? It's
2: not what I heard. He's
3: alive and well. Just like a sixth sense thing.
2: No. (laughs) No, I was just pretending I didn't know that he was dead. Very obviously. Because I thought it was funny. But clearly it wasn't. So... Because Nick didn't know where to go. No, it, I don't think I was being funny either, necessarily. I did the mare quote from I Ghostbusters tried. too. And how do you know if you don't try?
3: <clears throat>
2: you won't. But anyway, on our YouTube, we're going to have that. We're going to have a film location tour as well. And then just some coverage of the 25th anniversary celebration we coming also, up.
3: We also filmed from inside the only Airbnb in Wakita.
2: Also, for you Lost Boys fans out there, we will be having a special guest <laughs> on in June... Uh, more details soon but let's just say uh, Sutherland. I mean I wish
3: wouldn't you suck his dick I have met him <laughs> did you so I'll be like hey remember me um you sucked that guy's dick
2: how was it it's great I mean I, I don't blame you it's Kiefer Sutherland
3: he'd it's be his like first con, that's apparently. right I think he had, like, a cold or something, too. Keep sucking, Nick. But he was in good spirits. Show me those nipples. I got a picture with him in my Ghostbusters attire. He's got a picture of himself inside you. Mm -hmm. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) You're a Sutherland. You're licking hot dogs, Nicholas. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine that
1: pan and scan down to a dong for right. my, my hot
2: dog? And Nick there instead uh, of Michael. It's talk. almost like the scene in uh, Nothing But Trouble when he has the penis nose for a minute. Yes. Right. Right. Shelf dogs. And Uncle <laughs>
1: Dan directed that himself, so that's what makes that even better. It was like that was his idea, and he put himself in the movie doing that. Yep. And someone paid him to do it.
0: Oh, God.
3: It's beautiful. Dude, they had some sausages at Target today that, looked, that were all gray. Looked like the ones they were eating. Oh, in that movie? Yeah. Oh, and man. I don't think they were bad. They are just uh, supposed to be gray. That's nasty. Uh, so lots of
2: future YouTube content coming. Also, we will be setting up a Patreon soon. Uh, it's already actually set up. We just haven't launched it yet. And a shirts will be available. Several different designs. Uh, one by Baducci Studios and two by our very own charles in charge sitting next to me
3: which you can see at the bottom left of your screen if you're watching that's what's on the t-shirt that's Peducci's yeah. logo nick that's was one wearing one uh, last week and mm. some of the
2: videos you'll see of us at the twister museum and I've doing stuff justin will be wearing one as well two or three
3: episodes now i think yep yeah
2: nick doesn't do laundry mm. there's various degrees of no we're not going to do this that's not what we do here we don't do it all the time what do you mean? You, you haven't, haven't seen. seen. This film supreme made up of a dream team. This movie's pretty, pretty great. great. You're fucking, fucking late. Let's accelerate and get it on and your great. And you don't want us exposing, exposing ourselves. ourselves. And you don't, you don't want us, us Exposing,
1: exposing ourselves. ourselves.
3: Exposure. Film exposure. This week's movies, neither one of them had seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Nick got to pick two movies for his birthday week. First mm-hmm. up, <clears throat> <laughs> the uh, illustrious Run Runny Run. Or I had uh, not Mis- heard of this. Or
3: Mister Show with Bob and David the movie.
2: Is that what it's also known as?
3: it, I mean, it is because it's like Run or Ronnie came from that show. So,
2: like Wayne's World is Saturday Night Live the movie. No. Okay. Just I mean, just this
1: is a specific sketch from Mister mm-hmm. Show. It made its own. I movie.
2: was just fucking so. with your logic. But just there's a couple to, kind of like sketches,
3: saying. like the music video and then the uh, one with it. Jack Black that's kind of like how the TV show was. They like connect to these different skits and it was all kind of interwoven. Okay. I see, I see. So it's kind of. But I mean, if you're a fan of Mr. Bob or Mr. Show with Bob and David, then. Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob. Um, Mr. Bucket. Pop did you my Tell mouth. us about your first experience with the film, Nick. Actually, I remember I was at Walmart, and I saw the DVD on the shelf, and I was like, hey, that's David from Bob and David. And then I looked, like I said, basically, Mr. (laughs) Show, the movie. That's an incredible story.
2: (laughs) I was shopping at the Walmarts, found the movie
1: on the digital video discs, and purchased myself one. I'm going to
3: give you another shot at that. Take two. But it wasn't. Let's like, try again, Nick. But I didn't come across it on the TV or anything. So,
1: <laughs> hey, man. So one time I was at <laughs> Walmart I and I saw this price. DVD,
3: and I saw these guys from this TV show that I
1: watched. Man,
3: but I paid full price for it, and that. How much seen was the full price? It was probably at least twenty, I think, back then. I don't know. You tell me. I think it was a new release too. So. Sometimes those are on sale though in the first week. I think it was at like twenty. <sighs> hmm. So I rolled the dice on that one financially. And And it paid off. Do you guys agree? Did you like it? It was... Well, let's talk about it. Um,
1: My initial thought would be that it's a movie. It was definitely a movie. The fucking cameos in that movie are what kept me going. Ben Stiller,
3: Jeff Goldblum, uh, Trey and Matt Park... Trey Stone and Matt (laughs) Park... Trey... What are their names? I get their names mixed up. (laughs) Now you don't even know. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? Yes, I get their last names mixed up sometimes. Pat Oswalt, Doug Benson,
2: Brian Pusain. Um
1: As you already mentioned, Jack Black. Jack Black. Sarah yeah. Silverman.
3: Um, Andy Richter. Yeah. Yeah. So the cameos. Je- Jeff are from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Jeff Garland. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Jeff Green. Jeff Garland. His character's Jeff Green. Yeah.
2: Oh. Well, his name's Jeff Garland. It's like you knew everybody's name about him, it's funny.
3: What's Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Uh, What's well, that Jeff? Because uh, his, his name's name Jeff. Jeff. On and off camera.
0: i get really quite on. I'm uh,
2: uncertain. I'm Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast. It's okay. Are you mad, Nick? Are you sad? Oh, God. I'm going to fuck your face off if you keep rubbing <laughs> your nails on there. I hate that sound <laughs> so hard.
0: <loud. laughs> My friend, don't
3: be a jerk. But the director is also a producer of Arrested Development. Uh
2: and so were the fucking russo brothers look what they accomplished yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i'm sure that explains the david casting so.
1: so this movie is very joe dirt-esque right i think this <laughs> has so many vibes from that but it's like a sketch comedy version of joe dirt is what i would describe it as right
3: do you guys are you guys like fans of joe dirt
2: i like joe dirt oh no it's one of those so movies you like joe dirt better than this I do, but that's probably just because I'm more familiar with it. Yeah, if I, I watched saw it this growing more. up. Yeah, if I saw this more had nostalgic ties to it, it'd be different, but I was like twelve when Joe
1: Dirk came out, so it was like,
2: oh, this is great.
1: And that's one of those movies it's like so bad it's like entertaining. You know, you're like, eh, this is kind of It's cringy, like a Poly
2: Shore movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without Polly Shore. Obviously. But with David Spade. He could be in the Eternals too with them, David Spade. <laughs> yeah, he should be.
1: I'm down for that. They should actually, it wouldn't be called the external or the eternals; it would be called the Returnals because they <laughs> want to return all these motherfuckers. It's our parody spoof, not porn though, just a parody That's spoof. Sad. Unless you want it to be porn, then we can all get a a wee. If everything you're
2: doing? Is okay, <laughs> I want you to know this. Uh, um, no, I really liked. All right, the new the moment I knew this was going to be fucking just a half away a bad time was the dog vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like at the very beginning. He's going to eat it. He's going to eat it. There, me- <laughs> I can't remember how he was saying it, but he was just like, "He's going to eat it." I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Fucking goes and yeah, eats the vomit. It does
3: a good job of poking fun at the uh, hill folk. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's Clay that's making that bet about the dog eating the vomit with some other people there, and it's yeah,
3: eat that vomit.
1: <laughs> and then so you have David Cross as Ronnie Dobbs. So Ronnie Dobbs is this. Fucking bumbling redneck idiot that's always getting arrested. Makes and
3: frequently frequent appearances on Fuzz, which is their cops.
1: Yeah, their knockoff of cops and like it's an entertaining thing. This the spin on it is like a uh, when you have Bob Odenkirk's character come on is what, Terry, and he's like this T V marketing guy, you yeah, know, he, he does infomercials and he yeah. kills the
3: host with the
1: yeah, fooderator. The, yeah the kills the co-host is one of the things the fooderator yeah which is basically just a piece like, of metal flies out of it and stabs her through the
0: chest
2: <laughs> bob odenkirk has almost adam sandler vibes in this because he does Multiple. such an annoying bad voice impression of an accent but the character
3: was born without an accent so he is in fact doing a fake accent i know but I mean, so it's, he is regardless. A lot of they rebels. mention that
1: so late in the movie, though. But it's like it goes between like British <laughs> and like between they must have and, written
2: it in because they're like, <laughs> "Man, Australia. you suck at this." And New, New Zealand, thought yeah. it
1: was
3: hilarious. His beard, his beard was pretty bad too. Yeah, look at it.
1: Yeah, if you're familiar with like Better Call Saul or anything like that, and you watch this, and you're like looking back, right? If you're not familiar with Bob Bob's earlier work, he looks so different, especially with that jet black hair that he had for this whole thing,
2: which is like off putting a little bit because it looks so creepy on him my mom gave me a dollar and dropped me off at the park and ride of course that's Robert Spiegel but that's him and Bob Odenkirk as well in Wayne's World
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm
3: <laughs> yeah which I didn't even realize until not long ago
2: yeah because they're
1: fucking young as hell the most offensive thing in this movie is <laughs> Ronnie Dobbs meets a kid at the Make-A-Wish Foundation <laughs> thing at his big party right it's a little Asian kid and they've Cross Dubs and David Cross dubs <laughs> his asian impersonation of this little kid even though this kid's actually saying really li- real lines and like God. holy fuck Is got
3: like the form giant like if you feet?
1: thought usless like impersonating ice t and stuff was bad like at least those are people you know and like people you could <sighs> oh in- my God. Attempt to impersonate, oh this guy's just being outright rude <laughs> offensive to this kid. You feel bad for that kid, you're just like, oh, I'm in a movie, and then you're like, oh, and you're fucking dubbed <laughs> by an old white dude? <laughs> Fuck that.
3: Ooh. Yeah. Cringe What Will they call uh, Bob Odenkirk's character of the F-bomb, too? I don't feel comfortable saying that word.
1: Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is... Um, well, when you think about it, they played up a, a Jewish stereotype, too, of Jeff, Gold, Jeff Goldblum asking for a refund of his money, too. Like, this movie is, like, just well, fucking hitting off yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah, that could have been their
3: intention, but he was, like, at a at a new age circle discussion, and it was $1,500 just to sit there and say what you want. yeah. But then yeah. Ronnie calls him like Jeff Goldenstein or something. No, Tom Kenny yeah.
2: has a couple of different appearances in this movie too. Yeah. I think it was three. He I was read a news
3: reporter and then the new. He was somebody else too. I,
2: I can't remember. But oh, okay. I read on the credits. It looks I think totally was... different in each one. So yeah. and this
1: was a straight to DVD movie anyway. Like this went straight to home video.
2: Straight to uh, DVD. Uh, yes. Yes. What if it wasn't video.
3: straight to HBO first? Because I imagine they had something to do with it. Since HBO they owned Mr. Show, I think.
1: Uh, hmm, I don't know I'm not an odd clerk hmm. righty then So Nick why'd you pick this
3: movie? It's um, just something I thought of That you guys hadn't seen I actually haven't seen it for a while So I wasn't sure hmm. how I'd feel about it now That's hilarious It was like how my early 20s feed? when I first saw it Or maybe late teens So did it hold up? Fairly well yeah. I
2: think it wasn't bad. It was. It felt very much like Joe Dirt, where like it's such a ridiculous and annoying thing. If you in- there's some stuff in there that was brilliant writing of comedy. You could tell
3: if you really enjoy
2: poking fun at hillbillies. Well, there was just a couple moments where I was literally just burst out with laughing. Yes, there's- and there's a lot of it where you just more of roll that's, your eyes type comedy too. That's pretty good too. accomplishment. Though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd watch this movie again just because there there's enough funny moments in it that, and once in the cast alone is like, okay, I can deal with that. It's
2: definitely closer to good than bad for sure. <laughs> but it's in there with like if you like Poly Shore movies and shit like that, that's goofy and kind of yeah. There's like this offbeat, like low brow comedy
1: style that it, it works very well for, right? It lends yeah. its style to that. But
2: again, like I said, it has some of those brilliant comedy moments like so, like you'd expect out of something like Arrested Development or Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: So let me ask you this Nick since I'm not familiar with the Mr. Show show. How many of the jokes were like reused, you know, like when we talk, when we watched Mr. Bean, we talked about how Bean like reused oh, some of the same like comedy sketch sketches and bits and stuff. I haven't watched the Mr.
3: Show in a long time, but I don't, Okay. Other than the basic premise of Ronnie Dobbs, I don't think they never went that intricate, you know, and showed like his friends and. Oh, okay, okay, that's I fair. Don't, I don't think I was just curious, like how off. in
1: depth they went with that, you know, and mm-hmm. if anything was rehashed because I think that's that's the tough thing about adapting like a small segment like that that you're just getting the most laughs out of with like how do you recreate those without just well, from the memory. Same I don't shit.
3: think Ronnie Dobbs was in too many episodes, and the skits are fairly short, so I don't okay. think there'd have been a lot to rehash. That's fair. Whereas Mister Bean had lot of episodes and mm. I see. But that reminds me we need to try to find the European version of the Bean movie. Since apparently they cut out all the repeat Re, jokes. Yeah, the reused shit. Do, yeah, do that and cover it again. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll cover it again. Fuck it. Fuck it.
2: Well you wanna move, move along. but loose and move fancy free.
3: Top five. Top
0: five. Top Top five. Top top, top
1: five. Top Top, top, top five. This is top five. Yeah, this is top five. The year is 1983. A woman goes into labor. Said woman delivers the man sitting to my right. Said man chooses his top five movies of 1983. And we give our picks too. So, uh, let's start with you, Alec. It's an interesting
3: lot. year for film.
2: Yeah, let's go with that. Interesting. <laughs> yes.
1: Alec, what's your number five?
2: This movie has not, uh, sorry, this year has nothing on 1984 somehow. Oh, no. It has some
3: gems. What does?
2: 83. But 84. No, what
3: has anything on 84, though? Very few things. The year 93,
1: maybe. Uh, and of our film.
2: I'm not 84. 100% sure on that, but Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, it's the year before, so it's like, it's close in time. But anyway, um, my list is going to be a little fucking weird, but hey, what are you going to do? Uh, my number five stars James Woods, baby. Videodrome. What a nice, very fucked up movie we recently covered, uh, I don't know, five or six episodes ago at this point, I think, but um, David Cronenberg directed. Very fucked up weird movie. I like the vibes. I just like that movie a lot, so. I, I do like too, but shit.
3: I think I've only seen it once now, so.
2: I'm not saying it's like one of the best films of 1983 necessarily. It's just his top it, five. Yeah, because it's definitely out there and it's kind of, you know, weird and shit. And I get that, but That's one of those me, movies that gives me vibes.
1: You know, when I watched that for the first time with you, it was like, okay, I could see myself having really enjoyed that movie had I watched it sooner. Not that I didn't enjoy it now, but I'm just saying it would be like in more of a regular rotation.
0: Hmm.
1: If you
2: had a history with it. Yes. I watched it for the first time when I was like 16, I think. Very nice. On like HBO or somewhere. And I was like, fucking A, this is weird. But fucking A, man. Fucking A, man. Uh, So that's my number five. What is your number five, Justin? My number five is the uh,
1: movie Scarface. Push it to the limit. That's just such a well-done movie, even though they uh, miscast, um, and yeah, it's it's got some casting issues. It was... Like what? Well, you, first of all, don't even use, what, he's supposed to be a Colombian, correct? And so, you use a non-Columbian person to be Is Colombian? He- you use an Italian man to be a Colombian? I don't know, man, that's like a, just a classic Hollywood whitewashing bullshit type of a thing.
2: It's one of those. Is he, uh... I'm looking him up now because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure exactly what he is.
3: He's a human. Yeah. Alex looking it up. Why, why divide ourselves?
1: Well, you gotta talk about some of these social issues <laughs> and just be aware of that shit because...
3: They didn't give a fuck in 1983. I know,
1: they didn't, but we are gonna fucking address it now because this is real life.
3: Air.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I mean, say something
3: whimsical as you scroll.
2: It's Pacino, so yeah. What I mean, can you do. You get yeah. Italian, he is. But Italian is close. Maybe he to, to sp- uh, Italy is close to Spain. You see, and Spain <laughs> is close to Colombia. And <laughs> <In> Spain <laughs> is. Uh, sp- sp- <laughs> what, wait, what is the line from it's Always Sunny? <laughs> Spaniards banged the Mayans, turned them into Mexicans. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you say so, but yeah, Scarface. I enjoyed that movie. It's it's well done. Obviously, if you're any kind of a fan of hip hop, like that, that's the a whole a fucking obsession for that movie in the underground underground hip hop world. So I, I just admire. I like how a movie can influence music so much. From that bullshit. Walk along the razor's edge. Push it to the limit. Ksh, ksh. That's fucking song. Rips, man. That song's a ripper. Mm-hmm. A good, what's your what's your number five? There? Also, pretty much song. Grand
2: Theft Auto Vice City's based off of that. Yeah, yes. Pretty much.
1: Mm-hmm. Basically. So definitely. Definitely.
3: Definitely. What's your number five, Nick? My number five is about a mom and her son and a killer dog. c cujo Yeah. I remember watching it a lot as a kid. Unrestricted access to HBO and Cinemax and everything. But I think I watched it with my mom, too, so... Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking oh, of which, didn't
1: uh, Disney Plus announce a Turner and Hooch? Uh,
3: yes, they did. Disney Plus series? Yeah, I didn't look
1: into that. What is that? A uh, TV show? A new movie? A, I don't know if it's a series or a movie. Something Either way. I'll check it out. But it has
3: neither Turner nor. Hooch. No, no but I'm going to
1: tell you, you can't fucking kill the dog, because that immediately is going to fucking it piss me
3: Hooch.
2: off. Hooch has been spotted on in filming. And that dog dead? I mean, it's obviously not, it's obviously recast, motherfucker. Maybe <laughs> recast. it's even a remake. Yeah. That's probably. It, it could
1: be a sequel series, right? You never know fucking Tom Hanks could pop up I don't know That's
2: where Hucha's son <sighs> I hope he does uh, number on. four my my number four is uh, a film for, uh, about Canada called Strange Brew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nick called that one earlier I I thought it'd be on his list too I didn't know that I love didn't. Strange Brew I think Justin's only seen it like once or twice but, yep. so. but I I've been know. watching it for like five well I mean like four to three or four years now and fucking A, man. Fucking A, man. I love that movie. A. Hey. I, I like to watch it a lot now. I've watched it probably 10 times in the last three or four years. So. It's a good movie. I definitely see why you have that on there. Rick Brannis. I love the whole bit at the beginning when they're showing the film that they made. And he's like foraging for beer and shit. He's like, uh, you know, it's like uh, the Russia nuked the U.S. and the U.S. nuked Russia, eh? Mm-hmm. All that shit uh, just gets me. Yeah. Well,
1: my number four is a movie we recently reviewed. Christine, a Stephen King adaptation of a movie.: Yeah, that a great being, one. That would,
2: would have been on my list, but it didn't quite make it.
1: I, I do like that one a lot. I hadn't I don't know. I think I saw that for the first time, maybe five or six years ago, and ever since then, it's just like one of those movies that like, I fucking love to go back and watch. Well yeah, I it like... it just feels right. It's so like adjacent like to Ghostbusters and some other movies like that around the time that it's just fucking perfect.
2: Yeah, to me, it would pair well with an American werewolf in London as well. Yeah. Like it vibes with that to me. Yes.
3: Quite enjoy. So, So, uh,
2: number four for you Nick, that's
3: your cute Trading places. It's a good fucking movie with Daniel Aykroyd and Edward Murphy. Oh, yes, Edward Murphy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Squatch and Joy, Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs. Oh yeah, Squatch and Joy, Mm-hmm. boobs, which we've also re- reviewed.
2: Hey, also Dan Aykroyd in blackface.
3: Yes. Yep. That outrages.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm just telling you, man. Is that better or worse than casting? That is way fucking
1: Christina. worse. That's yes. way way yes. fucking worse. You will, yeah. And Dan in the
2: Aykroyd's 80s, lucky <laughs> that but, happened so but, long ago.
3: Someone didn't get a job in Scarface that should have um, I mean Dan Aykroyd didn't steal a job. When you look at Hollywood
1: person. in the seventies and eighties and just Hollywood in, in fucking general, like you look back to like old You're making me think about this way too hard. I know, but when you look back to like they used to use French people as Indians, Native Americans in movies and like French people? Yeah. It's fucked up. Like when you look at some of the old Western movies and stuff. Hollywood has a history of whitewashing shit and using people that they'd
2: prefer I mean, to cast. I mean, shit, White look Frenchman. at Blazing Saddles. Yes. Had Jewish people playing Native Americans. Yeah, that's the like irony. Uh, is, <laughs> I mean, I he get He works it. with Jews, though, it, it, Mel, it, Mel Brooks. Well, I know. Mel Brooks is also fucking aware of that shit, though, too. I was about to say, with Mel Brooks, it kind of it's like it's always sunny when they do blackface. It makes, it makes sense because they're making fun of people who do blackface. Yes. You, can't,
3: you can't be racist if you're Jewish, though.
2: Moving on. Oh, along. Nick, I'm going to pretend is like I don't talk Is it sometimes. time for my number three? Yeah, it is.
3: No, uh, it's not.
1: What else do you have to say about yours?
3: Number four. Oh, wait, yeah, it is.
2: Scarface. Very nice. Good choice. That movie fucked me up when I saw it. Nathan showed that movie to me when I was in maybe 4th or 5th grade or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We watched all the fucked up shit when we were Well, he had young. an older brother, too, so it's probably like, you
1: know, and his brother's a little closer to your age than, than like I am to you. Well, so yeah, like, his parents just watched cool movies, too. Like, I watched a bunch of shit with you, but you saw all kinds of fucked up shit with them. Do you
3: so. think, objectively, Scarface is the best film of 83? It's possible. Brian De
2: Palma, man. Fucking masterful. Um I personally went by the
1: stuff that I can rewatch the most. Well, right. It's my you know? yeah, well, number three. I I, objectively speaking though, like is it the most well crafted, well written story? Right.
2: Possibly. It might be a better achievement than any other film. Right. But hey, I don't know. It's also a remake of a nineteen thirties film. <sighs> what was it called? Scarface. Oh. And they're remaking it right now with uh uh uh-uh. Diego Luna. Hmm. Well, they've been supposed to be. I don't know if they actually went into production or not, but they've been. It was written and like he cast. He was casted. Like remake, remake. No, it happens all the time, man. Yeah. Not a legacy sequel. <laughs> no, a remake, remake. Mm-hmm. Um, son of. Scarface. So yeah. Anyway, the soundtrack. Brian de Prama, de Prama, Your high school de Prama. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is that diploma or prom? <laughs> I don't know. whatever it wants to be. The thing that, <laughs> the thing that stuck be. with me the most throughout my childhood from this movie, because it's so fucked up, was the uh, bit where they chop up his friend when he's handcuffed in the bathtub with the chainsaw
1: oh, next to him. fuck. That is a brutal fucking scene the first time I see it. I don't think I've
3: watched this in over a decade.
1: Oh, fuck, man. Oh, we I have to, it on DVD. To, We're yeah. going to cover it. We're going to have to cover it now, because you
3: mentioned that. Jeez. I remember watching it in nine, so I don't think I've seen it since. Like, that would pair well
1: with Taxi Driver. Like those when I was watching a lot of movies like this, I was, yeah. Of course, Casey. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, my number three
2: is uh, Trading Places.
3: Wow. Oh, my God. Justin, I you that.
2: put Blackface as Black as number three Black for your place. favorite movie. <laughs> I'm just Black place. Listen, I'm high. Yeah.
1: No, I try to overlook that scene in the movie, but I'm glad we did call attention to it because we know we can't just ignore it Bullshit. because of our white privilege.
2: White privilege, no, like no, jay But he's not All like he's, a,
3: he's not a character you want to imitate or think is an intelligent, good person either.
2: Well, that's well, he, that's what I'm saying. It's an, yes it, and no with it like his story, story arc. but not
3: quite. Yeah, he's like really hating on a black man.
2: <laughs> and you could also argue, well, he's in a movie with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's okay with it, but uh, I'm not excusing
1: it. I'm just the saying, saving grace for Dan Aykroyd. I guess is that he didn't write it, but he did agree to do it. So that's where the problem lies, right? But at the time, and like, look at all the fucked up stuff they did in movies then. So. Dan
2: Aykroyd clearly doesn't have any problem with black people, because look at him. As all of his b- music in his movies, not to mention just Blues Brothers, is based yeah. around, hey, I like what black people are doing, let me do that. Although that in itself... So, so I Aykroyd mean, Ac- so so has a history
3: but, of appropriating
2: no. black music, what you're saying. Well, I, that's what you could call Blues Brothers, but anyway. <laughs> well, that, that's besides the point. I'm saying even in, like, Nothing But Trouble soundtrack to that the soundtrack to the Ghostbusters movies the letter of the black artists yeah I
1: mean you, f- you forget that he helped launch Tupac Shakur's career by having him in nothing but trouble the only movie he directed so he got somebody in there and like had that song for his stuff so and, like,
3: Tupac would still be alive if not for Dan Aykroyd uh, no is that what you're saying but he wouldn't no, have had a, a career
1: secret. so nobody would care yeah
0: <laughs> 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 that's, Fuck,
1: that's real fucked up uh, wow well, we just lost somebody someone's like well I'm changing this fucking shit off now <laughs> No, but I think what works so well about that and, like, you see, like, cause when we are at Ghostbusters fan fest, you heard Dan Aykroyd talking about in front of fucking Ernie Hudson, you know, about casting, say the words, casting... Today, <laughs> Well, just wanting to cast Eddie Murphy instead of him. Like, right at the fucking thing. Like, 35 years later, he's still fucking talking about, Oh, yeah, we almost had Eddie
3: Murphy. And he's like, really, you motherfucker? Right. But it would have been Eddie Murphy instead of Bill Murray, though.
2: No, he still would have been there, but there, there's no. It
3: was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, and Belushi.
2: Eddie Murphy originally. was going to be uh, Winston. But in Belushi the draft, would have though. been Murray. Yes. yes, and he had a lot of the Bankman's lines. Jokes, or yes. would have later switched to Bankman. Bankman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I got what you were saying. I just right. wanted us to clarify that so it didn't yes. make us look stupid. Right. No,
1: but the issue there is that. Yeah, you-
3: Yeah, you see, (laughs) you see how this. figure right
1: here. You see, though, with uh, I
3: also want to point out that Abby's eyes are pointing in two different directions.
1: Dude, all those paint jobs are fucking terrible. Aaron looks a lot better. You had to look through the shelf to find one that didn't have fucked up eyes. Yeah, I didn't have that option yesterday. Well, too bad.
3: Sunday or whatever. Hmm.
1: Saturday. So yeah, no trading places is just hilarious in concept. You know, especially at the end when you're like, oh, it's a one dollar bet. Same kind of shit still going on. Rich people are getting away with fucking over other people.
3: Yeah. And then those characters Nothing's show changed. Up again in
1: oh, Coming the two. to America. Duh. And
3: they're mentioned in the sequel. I don't know. I turned it off. Okay. Hmm. But you turned it off? Oh, I d- I didn't even try to watch it's it. It's too much m- modern music that I don't enjoy. Oh. Uh, that,
2: th- that wouldn't bother me. I could probably watch it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was not the It's only. probably shit like Ken Omar. That was my right? only
3: issue, but that made it too much.
1: Yeah, with music, if it's in a movie, I really don't let that define a movie. For no, me, I mean, like, I understand your sense of
3: performances on the. That's fine. I but, think
2: it really depends on shit. It's like.
3: But neither one of you have seen it, I guess. Nope. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> really glad we didn't review it, though.
2: Well, what, your, are we,
3: uh, what are we on? Yeah, Nick. Nick, what's your number three? My number three is Return of the Jedi, starring. You want to hurt me? Go right ahead if it makes you feel any why better. Why does that upset you? No, just go ahead. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Why does it upset you? That's my number three. It doesn't. Because it's not my number one? Is that why it upsets you?
2: I guess. I don't know. I like Star Wars. What do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Go <laughs> ahead. Just
3: tell us what your number three is. Yeah. Return it's the similar. Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> tell us why. Because I like Star Wars. I like two other movies better. Feel That year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> why do
1: we let you have a microphone? You like Ewoks over Empire Strikes Back? Do we
3: really need to talk about... What? We're talking
2: about... No, you can talk about we're why We're talking about
3: 1983.
2: You can talk about why it's... you. Do you love Star Wars, Do we need though? to like, talk m- more
3: about Star Wars?
2: I'm wondering how much you really like Star Wars as well. And I'm not saying that as a judgmental thing. I'm just saying, like, is Star Wars super important to you, or is no. it only, like, eh, you know, one of those things you like?
3: He's a Trekkie. True and true. Yeah, I prefer Star Trek.
2: I mean, I don't think they have to be compared honestly they're super different the only thing that they you have got to compare to. them
3: but I do like Star Trek better so. mm. alright well whatever that uh, makes Star, sense Star Wars Move is on. like one of the few space just movie space series opera. so I've got to watch it and like it because I like that sort of thing I just like Star Trek better
2: hmm.
3: alright well Alec bring us
2: on into number two number two uh, number two you
3: need to get that voice clip I do. Number two. Uh, it's Vacation. That's your number three? No, two. That's My number. number two. I is keep forgetting vacation. that I'm
2: last. I mean, uh, it depends on the day of the week, honestly, but Vacation is uh, great. It's my favorite of the Vacation series, and a lot of people's is Christmas Vacation. I get that.
3: I think I prefer the original. I think it has darker hair. humor.
2: Yes. That's what I like about and it. And I
3: think I've seen Christmas Vacation so much. Yeah. M- even more than the original, that it's well, for kind sure, of,
2: because we watched it at least once a year. I have it my entire
3: memorized life. like every bit. Yeah. So there's still more to kind of discover and enjoy the original, I think.
2: Written by uh, John Hughes. Yes, and based on
1: a John Hughes short story that he wrote for National Lampoon Education exactly. f-
3: 59, I think it was called. And uh,
2: who directed this?
1: Hmm.
3: Harold. Harold did direct and Kumar. this. Harold Ramis. I remember a interview with him for this movie, and he's no, it was for European Vacation. And he said why he didn't come back, he didn't like sequels. So Murray wasn't the only one who didn't like sequels.
2: Well, that was early on in his career when he still had a spine too, probably, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he did two analyzed movies. No, that was That's Ivan. True. Oh yeah, was that, that was Harris? That. No, that that's Harold I, Ramis, I always confuse their late 90s movies. Yeah. Oh, it was a hero. I don't know why, just because they're tied so close together in my head. No, that was
1: like, you know, I was at an age when I started paying attention to directors and stuff then, and so I remember seeing Analyze This at the movie theater and being well, like, he doesn't directed lo- by Harold Ramis, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Egon directs
3: movies? He Holy shit. He doesn't like sequels, but he's not as strongly opposed to it as Murray either. Well, and... And he was also director, so he had like the option.
1: European there. vacation wasn't written very well. The thing with Christmas vacation is Christmas vacation was also based off of a John Hughes short story. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So where the other two vacation movies weren't the the best two in the series were based off of actual real life material by a real life writer. You know, like there's just so many things there that you can't overlook. But
2: yeah, um, what else do you have on vacation? Is that it? Um, pretty much. I mean, you got. Obviously, the cast is legendary, and it's just one of those things, like, my, my family did make trips to Disney World. Um, we went to Florida, of course, but it's still... We drove there, so I get these kind of things, That's you know? relatable. We always joked about this kind of thing, um, that our dad was like Clark, because he did want us to have a great time, but sometimes he would flip his shit, <laughs> because yeah. he had a very stressful job, and when he was on vacation, that man wanted a vacation, and if there was stress everybody would become stressed. I got a real great story about how I almost became a fossil in the South Dakota Badlands
1: for Dr. Alan Grant to dig up. (laughs) There you go. They want Alan Grant. (laughs) They think he's too trendy. So. (laughs) Gotta love the Goldmeister.
2: Yeah,
3: so. Goldenstein. What
2: is your number
1: two? My number two. And don't get triggered by this, but it's Return of the Jedi. I'm number not getting two. triggered. I'm just. Return of the Jedi Return is great. Return of the Jedi, you're number one. Mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi is not better than. That's fine. The Empire Strikes Back. but it's, a good movie. it's
2: I'm not. That's fine.
1: I mean, there's things in Jedi that it's like. I have the least amount of fun watching that movie start to finish, but there's some of the most fun stuff in a Star Wars movie in that movie. It as has, far as the yeah. action sequences go. But I'll there's, talk a, about it more there's a lot more. There's some but. stuff in there that really just. Uh so that's why it's only number 2 for me. I'm not very
3: good at ordering either. It's like what do I put 1, 2 and 3? All right. Some things are just so close. If you had I didn't to think watch about it,
2: this very hard. I literally was just like nope, that has to be number 1 for me. That has to be 2.
3: Yeah.
1: These are basically in the order of what I would like to watch them like right now.
3: Pretty much. So, my number 2. Yeah. What is it, baby? Yeah.
0: Octopussy.
1: Oh, oh! I forgot you're a big James Bond oh, yeah. fan Me too. Ooh.
2: I did notice that on the list, though. There was
3: two James Bond movies this year.
2: One of them was uh, Never Say Never Again. Yes, which and was I, not in the actual continuity of what,
3: them. Yeah, it wasn't a, an official movie. It was, a but I did have that,
2: I did have it on VHS as a kid randomly
3: because the original Thunderball novel was originally made for like a TV or movie script. So there was more than just Ian Fleming writing it. So this other asshole got some kind of legal rights to it so he had the right to make thunderball again basically that's hilarious but it brought connery back and arguably he was better in that than diamonds are forever even so but that's not what we're talking about we're talking about Octopussy starring roger moore Octopussy. about roger moore going to india and i'm sure something racist happened (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's white people so that where that goes what, that what year was temple of doom 83 4
2: if it was in 83 it would have been on Yeah it the would list. have been on lists here Well right okay
3: now. yeah it wasn't well
2: it wasn't oh it was 84
3: remember yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
2: believe me that out of these that would probably have been my number 2 or 3 like
3: Octopussy is not a bad Bond film, but Roger is starting to show his age. I can't sure. remember that one enough. I, don't I, don't like, it. I didn't like Maud Adams in it, the main woman. But. Mm. Still
1: though, if you had to watch any of these movies right now, that'd be your pick.
3: His number I've two. I've seen
1: pick. I've seen Return of the Jedi so many times I don't need to watch it again. Alright, fair enough. My All right. One. Alec,
2: bring us home to number one. Return of the Jedi. And um this was my favorite as a kid because he walks. No. Ewoks! Oh, well, speeder I like bikes. I like, Speeder bikes were my okay. favorite thing when I was a kid. And also... That's because you also had Rebel Assault 2 on PlayStation, which you gotta ride a speeder bike on. Yes, and also because the beginning of the movie has one of the most iconic, just that whole... Everything at Jabba's Palace is so fucking good, and it's... That's some of the best stuff of the movie. It really? opens up strong... Right.
1: The, yeah, that's the, to me, like, that's what I was saying. Like, the opening sequence of that is fucking flows. Yeah, the main
3: issue with the Ewoks wasn't even that they're cutesy and stuff. Like, it's
2: really just some of the the throws, way they kill stormtroopers. It
3: throws, well, that too. But it throws the pacing off, I think. Because, like, they get kidnapped by the Ewoks and all that other shit. Yeah,
2: there's just things in
1: there that, like, it doesn't feel...
3: If they weren't quite so effective in the battle, I think that would have been fine. Like, if they were just kind of a minor distraction to the Empire. Well, here's the thing. I can I
2: could I can just ignore the Ewoks because it's like whatever because yeah, the fine. rest of that movie there's some fucking shit that I love. Yeah. Um That's a lot all great stuff, yeah. The ending space battle I don't even really care for that much when it's Lando and the Falcon and all that shit. It's it's kind of cool, but really what I'm trying to pay that. attention to then is Luke and Vader and the Emperor cuz that is also that fucking and the space battle. So good. I could
3: give sh- not a shit about what the, what's going on on the planet.
2: I got to tell you, yeah, like in that whole
1: movie, like yeah, there's some interesting stuff on Endor, but I really don't give a there's fuck about anything much, going on on that planet.
3: There's too much going on on Endor.
1: Well, they, yeah, they try to tie too much into the kidnapping and then they turn the Ewoks good and then the Ewoks help, but then they're still like, it's, yeah. Then
2: you have the ancestral realization. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that whole video, if you've ever seen that, woo! <laughs>
3: <laughs> and where did the Ewoks get get a change of clothes for Princess Leia? Unless they already ate a humanoid. Yeah, the,
1: yeah. You forget to talk about the cannibals eating people. Because like clearly they, they were going to eat them.
3: Yeah. yeah, they didn't think three PO was a so, god. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Which that bit's funny too. Which then they seem to think he's not a god until Luke makes him levitate. Then they think he's a god again. I don't
2: know. What's your uh, number one, Justin?
1: My number one's vacation. Yeah, this movie's fucking perfect
3: I was going to say the same thing fucking a lot of people say that about Ghostbusters but I think Vacation also
1: Vacation's perfect there's not a thing in that fucking movie I would change I mean it's a Harold Ramis directed movie it's written by John Hughes on John Hughes real stuff and it's so fucking relatable as a kid it's relatable because like it reminds you of your dad and as an adult like it's still relatable because you still remember being a kid I still remember my dad but now I'm a father myself so I'm just like well, eventually well, I'm going to be taking road trips with kids, time. and like I hope I'm not an asshole like my dad was.
3: <laughs> Let me go ahead and say this is also my number one. Go for it. This I mean, is this also m- my number one.
1: I just fucking love this movie. I could watch it over and over and over and over again. Kind of got a hankering to watch it now too. It's, it's fucking road trip season, right? Fucking a man. It's one of the, like "Holiday Road" we listened to on our way to Oklahoma. Like, how do you take a road trip and not listen to that song? Road. And our family took like this two-week-long road That's trip vacation in the summer one time. We drove like all over the Midwest and did like all the touristy sightseeing shit with a pop up camper, and it was like our fucking real life Griswold vacation. And
3: my ass so. hurts on these chairs after sitting through a whole podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Need a cushion.
2: I did buy the cushioned ones specifically because I could have bought the metal are ones. They? No, the Is no the, the cushion.
3: Hand. Oh my god, it does.
2: Yeah. Fuck. They're not even <laughs> just raw metal. I'm
3: gonna start sitting on a little pillow. I'm gonna bring one of those donuts for people with. Butt sex. Hemorrhoids. With hemorrhoids and other anal. Uh, trauma. Trauma. There you
1: go. Anal trauma. That sounds like a fucking
2: metal band anal. name. We are anal, anal, anal trauma. Anal fissures. Hold on, your parents, and show us the moon, baby. Show us the moon. You guys moon haven't covered Vacation. With your yeah, baby? No. 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 But. Like I say I said, that because you guys. I have all four a of a the of Vacation movies.
3: Only. Actually, and the there's remake. Six. There's Christmas Vacation 2. No, there's not. <laughs> and there's. Uh, the one with Ed Helms. I have that one,
2: but I do not have
3: Christmas Vacation too. I actually watched it because I did a, like a, a watch. Uh, I, watched it I watched it on TV all. when I
2: was a kid, but I don't remember it because it was that bad. We just kind of like didn't pay attention. Well, well, it was a
1: made-for-TV movie amongst other things, so like the comedy was
3: way and dumbed down. And what was that commercial for that hotel? It was like 12 minutes long, 8 minutes long, and it had Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. So it was kind of like a short sequel. They made it not that long ago. Oh, for
1: the Super Bowl ad that had the...
3: No, there was something before that. It was like an ad for some hotel, and it was pretty long. Yeah, but
1: I thought that was for the Super Bowl, but I thought they had the extended version of it. I thought they showed a clip of the Super was. Bowl and had a long I thought they did something
3: else for the Super yeah. Bowl recently, too.
1: Hmm.
3: So. so I watched that as part of my marathon.
1: No, that movie's amazing. I mean, it's just hands down fucking perfect start to finish.
3: You should review that. We will at some point, we'll do some road trip flicks.
1: Yep. So Flicking their
2: bean.
3: What is your top five 1983 film? Leave it in the comments.
2: Smoke weed every day.
3: But don't smoke weed every day. No, dude. Because it'll rot your brain like Alec.
1: I don't know if Alec's brain's rotten or not. Maybe <laughs> it's curing all the bad shit he's been through. You don't know that. And you're not a doctor. I like Shut to think it it's son curing of him. A
0: bitch!
3: No, but it's made him rotten, you know what I mean? No. Uh-huh. Like an ornery, rotten... It's it's cured him. It's helped him. Uh-huh. It's For made me him survive.
1: That's why. He doesn't have a snakeskin jacket because of personal freedom.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, where is your snakeskin jacket? The, the only f- one in this room that would snake own a... Skin?
1: Skin? Yeah, I was gonna say, the only one in here that would actually have a snakeskin jacket would be you, probably. No. Because I eat meat doesn't mean I'd
2: wear it. I'd have a yeah, faux one, ironically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do? Like, no, I would have a faux oh, one, yeah. one, ironically, if it looked like the one he wears in that movie. So mm. I could throw it on and just say yeah, that. Yeah,
3: i like, this is my snakeskin jacket. Well, this is a snakeskin
1: jacket. Word of the sign individuality. Individuality. <laughs> individuality. <laughs> is that like virtual reality? It's bad reality. Friendship again.
2: Vagality. <laughs> Somebody stop me Well I suppose we're doing another segment here You know what I just watched? Me pulling a can off some moron's sets? Return of the Jedi Did you see Alien? When that uh, creature Speaker was in to guy's of the stomach? Jedi.
0: Oh my god
2: Oh my god You ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> Jesus Tony I- Welcome to Retro Release Reviews um this was gonna be a new segment called Nick Pick, which will be a segment if we decide to let Pick Nick pick movies besides his birthday every year.
3: Well unless you guys were severely disappointed with my picks this time.
0: No?
1: I don't know. We just don't wanna give power where we don't know if it needs to be yet. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you, Nick.
3: You suck. When I when I Google Twin Peaks, the restaurant always comes up first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! Fucking a man. Um. So you picked Brainscan Scan
3: mm-hmm.
2: from nineteen
3: ninety four. Mm-hmm. Um, starring Edward Furlong and Frank Lagella.
2: I'd never seen this. Never fucking really even heard of it. I may have like heard the title it's somewhere at one point, but I don't know.
3: It's pretty
1: obscure. I gotta say, it was a. Uh Kind of impressed with it, actually. was uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh. This is a movie I look forward to watching to again soon. I'm not going to lie.
3: Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 good. pretty good.
1: Directed by John Flynn, the year's 1994. Edward Furlong plays Michael Bauer. Brower. Wait
3: a minute. Does it say that in the Bible?
2: Brower. So um yeah this has interesting vibes throughout um it's like a mashup of several things
1: like alec and i looked at each other at one point in time mid-movie and he said that it reminded him of
2: um for one thing little monsters yes i totally well, got the, howie the trickster guy. Yeah. yeah the trickster guy totally but he's in the bedroom you know and he's saying weird shit and doing weird shit dancing around
3: over the shoulder yeah. boulder holder
1: and it's like similar the makeup's similar enough in like a color scheme too
2: like which just doesn't like have the, the horns yeah um it also reminded me of Videodrome and Total Recall. Mhm. Yeah, the video elements there the whole concept yeah. of a
3: disc and If you have not seen this movie go watch it before you finish this podcast.
2: If you have the means, I would highly recommend it. It's a it's a fairly cheap rental on your Amazon, so Um where do we begin here? What do we where do we even start?
1: Well, this movie has to set it up though, and it's weird. I hate it when movies do this because it, it didn't feel necessary once the movie got going. But at the very beginning, you like you see this kid and his mom are in a car crash, and like this kid's like Lieutenant Dan crawling over to his mom, and you know well, they skip ahead to the future and you find out that the mom died and this kid's like kind of handicapped from it, but not it really.
3: Explains his limp, but I'm not sure the limp was really crucial. It wasn't really a key film. element to the movie. Like they
1: it, talk about it like that. Maybe in the script it was played up, but it didn't really show off that way.
3: did not seem like taking the limp out would have changed anything.
1: And there's like one other kind of a flashback scene that references that, but beyond that, Although like that I might could,
3: explain him being a loner. Though he feels like he's well, yeah, and I think that's what they're trying to maybe.
1: get. But at the same time, that just shows you what a monstrous father is for fucking being absent, even though the kid's mom's dead. Like you don't have a fucking nanny, you didn't get remarried, you have nothing for this kid besides a fucking place for him to live.
3: He's got a nice. Attic setup though
1: Well yeah He's got a fucking dope AV system Badass a nice, computer For the time And everything else A nice else. view To his
3: uh, yeah. crush next door Peeping Tom On
1: his neighbor girl Next door well,
3: She was peeping too
1: I know That's the beautiful thing They're both exhibitionists And voyeurists They didn't even know
3: mm-hmm. They could have been baning all the time
1: uh, they could have just been watching from their own rooms. If You know, they're young. They're teenagers. They could have just been doing their own thing. But he's a
3: big horror movie fan. He runs the horror club. Horror. Horror's club at, at his, his high school. school. But his principal got mad over whatever movie they watched. Death, death, death. Mm-hmm.
1: Death, death, death. Part two,
3: mind you. Mm-hmm.
2: You guys ever seen uh, or heard of the Faces of Death? Didn't the website where they really show like actual death? No, that's rotten.com. <clears throat> I, know, I thought there was more than one of those. Well, Faces of Death... I think it oh. was that, but it was also videotapes, where it was literally just tapes of murder and death and shit. Oh, yeah. They are like
1: compilation tapes. That's pretty tapes. fucked up, huh? Around the same time <laughs> as the like Girls Gone Wild videotapes, you could get the Faces of Death tapes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <sighs> That's fucked up, man. I the 90s were wild. I right? want to listen to <laughs> They were wild. <laughs> <laughs> they were mail order murder or titties.
3: I want to listen to the <laughs> Girls Gone Wild theme now. I wish you had a button. <laughs> it. We it's would get... It's they like they a would tropical sue us instantly. Or not oh, yeah. sue us, but DMC I thought, us. I thought you thing. could yeah. play like a couple seconds at least, right? But ding, ding, do you
2: know, they're probably one of the most pirated people out there. They are on that shit, are man. Are they still going? I don't know. It's still their IP, so who knows? If, right? you, if they were
3: smart, they'd have. That just, one with Doug Stanhope, that a comedian, is pretty great. Brand just partner recognition Partner with Pornhub
2: and like, put on their shit on there. I don't know. Yeah, they could. I don't know. The future. The future is here. Titties are on the web. In your home, in your home, you'll never have screens. to leave the house. Order a flashlight now.
1: <laughs> Only nineteen ninety-five plus shipping and handling.
2: In the year 2000! In the year 2000!
3: I loved how they did that after... Welcome Lose to Late Night with Conan O'Brien. After 2001, yes. they were still doing... I think my yeah. favorite
1: one ever was... Uh, while we're on the subject because this movie's uh, not uh, got a lot of great talking points but uh, what in the year 2000 I can't believe it's not Butter will face backlash after it changes its name to I can't believe
2: it's not Hitler <laughs> <laughs> oh man hello Yoshi
1: that was a sign of the times for sure oh he must have heard us speak his call in the high pitched voice
2: yeah he heard us sing in the year 2000
3: he's gonna come speak in the mic
2: that's Yoshi. He is my, uh, black cat. Your talkative cat.
3: He's you golden. may remember hearing him in the early episodes. Look, here. He's hairless pets. Weird. Show
1: off his nutsack. This yeah. one's not fixed yet. This, he has one, to be.
3: this one's hung like a... He's hung you like he's like a the tiger. Mic?
1: I don't know if he's hung like anything. You want to play
2: with a big
3: kid? His balls
1: hang like a tiger. But he walks around swinging his nuts. It's yeah, like, he does. It's like, it's swing like, that juicy it's thing. It's like a hillbilly <laughs> truck. You're not going to understand swing that juicy thing yet, but you're going to like it.
3: I guarantee it. <laughs> so back to so his friend Kyle, I believe, introduces him to Brain Scan. Brain Scan from is an a, issue of Fangoria, by the way, which is a call-in order disk.
1: It's a call. It's a mail order it's service, a, basically for what phone. they ex- describe as the scariest experience of your life.
3: It's phone and cd-rom based i guess and it does flashing lights to like hypnotize you i guess basically
1: yeah Yoshi. it's pretty wild right at first because when he first starts playing the game i, I really liked that, and the thing that works so well in this movie is you feel so much of the vibes of this and like the current video games you play like right if you're a big fan of call
3: of duty I you get those, get those vibes and things Stab a stranger in a video game
1: I don't. I don't know if you mean that about real life or not, Nick. Uh, I just so I don't guess know. he
3: stabs like a a neighbor or something, just a stranger in his bed, and then
1: yeah. So he goes and stabs the neighbor, you know, and like
3: cuts you, his foot off, his tattooed foot. No, you can't go That's in the there. freezer.
1: Which is interesting mm-hmm. because then you see like, you know, the brain scan. You know, you see him come out of the simulation. There come out of the game, which obviously changes later on right and and this is one of those movies that's ambiguous enough with like what's going on you don't really know what's going on which is great i like how it doesn't answer all your questions
3: he goes to the neighbor girl's house and then sees it on the news that it actually happened yeah and that the foot was missing so he definitely then he sees the foot in his freezer yeah that's when he finds that foot in his freezer tapping your nipple couldn't tell if you were tapping your nipple or petting the cat Petting the kitty
2: i don't even know what you mean like this never mind stop trying to climb on the table He's like, I'll do what I want. I'm Rick James, bitch.
3: See, he's gonna get better. He's gonna be more sociable.
2: He's trying to mute Nick's microphone. He's like, oh, Damn it, get this mother. He
1: tried to steal my Taco Bell earlier. He stole one of my sauce packets.
2: That didn't surprise me.
3: <laughs> so Yoshi did not yet. Darwin? Yeah, it was Yoshi. Wasn't it? No, it was Darwin.
2: Oh, it was Darwin. Darwin's a thief. Yeah. Yoshi's a little more respectable. Like, yeah, he's got more sense than that. Yeah, I the grandma finna's house. I got a little more sense than that. Uh, earlier, I had... Uh, vegan gravy that came with the thing. You know, I poured it out of my plate. Oh, yeah. And the cat, Darwin, slapped his hand into it, scraped it forward, and then licked it all off his hand. And I was like, you son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> uh,
1: so then in brain scan, right, you go deeper and deeper, and you see the trickster Wait, appear. Lay down.
3: Deeper and deeper. Was it deeper like right after he discovered the foot in the freezer that he makes his first appearance?
2: The foot clan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny? That punk bitch, Danny?
1: Now, Alec disagreed, but I felt like the special effects, like the CGI in this movie, was surprisingly well done for 1994. The practical effects I loved, but I did not yeah, like the CGI. the CGI. The CGI
2: looked like direct-to-video to me. It's low budget and the year it was and everything. I mean, The I CGI
1: looked pretty good for that year, for, in my opinion. Because, I mean, you're looking yeah, at Jurassic Park explain. just having really fucking exploited the market for that. So, all things considered, it looks better than some movies I saw through the early 2000s.
2: Yeah, but Edward Furlong was in Terminator 2, okay? The yeah. CGI in that, compared to the CGI in this, is like, that was some laughable shit. And it wasn't, some of it was hardly even CGI because it was just, like, stretched images and stuff like that. Yeah. So some of that worked okay just because it looked better than some of the, I don't know.
3: But they probably generated wasn't that with a computer.
2: Yeah,
1: anyway, so you see, like, the trickster come out of the screen that hypnotizes you on the screen, just like that,
3: hypnotize mm-hmm. you. Um he's kind of comedic, at the same time as being yeah, sinister. R-
1: he doesn't come across as a greatest villain, I mean, right? You know
3: what I just thought of? He's got the same haircut as a lot of girls now, where they shave the side of their heads. The
1: side shave, yeah, yeah. The, kind of the faux hawk thing going, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, That's or, an old
3: goth thing from the yeah. Movie. It's been
1: around. Yeah, I mean, everybody's it's just, doing it. Now. It's trends again. Well, yeah, the mulch coming back too. So
2: oh, again,
3: uh, yeah. I, I mean, Alex responsible for that. My hair is nothing like a mullet. What are you talking about? I thought you were going to do a mullet, though.
2: I I, I was going to do a mullet for like a week just so I could film a bunch of videos.
1: Yeah, when he's ready to cut his hair, he'll do a mullet for a few days (laughs) just just for content.
2: I don't know when I'm going to cut my hair, though. I might just leave it long and flowing. Get it real long and weird. Yeah.
1: When I grow on my hair, I usually let it get weird. A little Tommy Wiseau
2: there. (laughs) So...
1: This trickster character, I don't know like how to describe him because he's trying to have a sense of humor. The performance reminded me of um, Brandon Lee and the Crow, just like the way his body mannerisms were and the way he acted and kind of like jumped up on that table very
2: much. Had his it, fingers like, are lengthened yeah, rim- too. Reminded me of whichever arquette was in Bright of Chucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> on the bed.
1: Yeah, it had those vibes. I mean, it wasn't a terrible performance, it was interesting. But it just, it was never sinister to me. It wasn't scary at all.
3: He didn't overdo the comedy, luckily.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you, like, you, you start have to worry that you're going to have, like, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmares type, like, one liners, and you don't really get those. Which we don't quite cross the line. Worked in its favor. I thought he's fairly sinister, though. He's got a good look to him. Yeah. The look was the
2: only thing that I really liked about him. I mean, it's not like he's an asshole and, like. I thought he did great yeah. as the character. They just should have given him some more interesting lines. There were things yeah. he did that I liked, but he was a little flat in character. And the, the character thing about writing. this movie is, like, the way they kind
1: of end it, you, you feel like they're really trying to make a franchise around this villain, right? And I see the potential there for that. I just don't think they executed on it well enough in this yeah, movie to make it Yeah, they want to make the it sequel
3: worthy. with the, the principal.
1: Yeah. So... um but eventually, you find out that he gets deeper into this simulation or this game or whatever they call it. And they say it's not a video game, it's we way needs, more advanced uh, than
3: that. Kill the witness. And he's got to kill know, the like witness. witness.
1: And so he kills his best friend, Kyle. He's freaking out about that, like losing his shit. And then, you know, people find out about that.
0: The and bad then thing this is. There's
1: detective that's in there the whole time that, like, keeps kind of coming around, like, snooping around, seeing things.
3: The bad thing is they don't show him killing his friend, which I.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of I don't know why they let that They don't that show him do
3: anything in that uh in that playthrough.
1: It's really it's not as violent as you would expect Budget. for uh, yeah. The first one the More first kill likely.
3: was fairly the one they do show was fairly violent, especially cutting his foot off. Yeah, stabbing him in the back blood. was
1: like pretty run of the mill. But the uh hacking the foot off and like sawing the foot off was the really gross part.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> Did your cat just attack you? No. I just couldn't tell if he was going to uh Try to do something I didn't want him to do. What do you think, Alec, about this film? I liked it. I need to watch it again to really talk more about it. I think. Um, Yeah, we're all a little distracted. But I did like it. It definitely, like I said, reminded me of a couple other different movies. I liked the vibe it had. It even reminded me a little bit of Idle Hands.
1: Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: I could see that. It was definitely more serious than that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it definitely had a little bit of that. Just precursor to that. Just a general overtone of Mm -hmm. kind of some of the music was like, oh yeah, yeah, I really love the music. And the fact that he's obsessed with a girl across the street, kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, but dealing with this fucked up thing and trying to hide it from her while also being interested in her. Uh, Maybe even a little bit of disturbia, which came out later. That's what I was going to say, disturbia, Mm -hmm. which I really like. I have that as well. We'll cover that sometime. It's a good one.
1: I guess the thing is, like, at the end, it kind of shows that he's coming out of the simulation, like, and he looks up and he goes to the party that we'd seen earlier in the film, and we're like, oh, okay. So the whole thing Same. was a
3: simulation. Yeah, so the whole thing was, like,
1: mm-hmm. the, the the game disc, right? And you don't know if, like, that's all the discs that he got in a row. You know, they said there's, like, four parts to this, so they don't really explain that piece. But Apparently there it. wasn't. It was just one part. Yeah, but, I mean, they just, like, leave the simulation open to interpretation, so... And then at the very end, obviously, you see the trickster again, like in the principal's chair. Because yeah, he goes the principal on, the disc. They set this whole scene up, and the principal's like, "Your horror club's banned until like you bring me content that I can screen before and approve." So
3: and obviously, uh, the principal had uh, quite the time that night.
1: Yeah. So then he gave it to them, and then the trickster's just kind of like laughing at Edward Norton sees him sitting there, and you're like, uh, Edward, "Not Edward Norton, not Edward fucking Norton. a." <laughs> They're both in a movie together, though. Yeah. No, I was thinking American History X. But uh, Edward Furlong um, basically sees the trickster in that chair and, like, you know, kind of looks at him and, like, leaves like he's done with that. So, you know, just kind of leaving those vibes like, oh, is his simulation really over or is
2: it not? Mm -hmm. There's cat on camera now. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see him because he's all black, but he's there. He's a blob on Nick. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do if he bites you? Bite him back?
1: Good. I was hoping you'd say that.
2: He would probably call
1: your eyeball (laughs) Uh, he wants to model here. Hello, welcome to the show.
3: He likes attention. He loves it. He lives, but for he also runs away from it. It's got to go. It's got to gotta his be son.
1: on his turn. It's got to go to his papa. So you can see the cat tail if you're watching the podcast. It's one advantage to watching. You get to see all the shenanigans here There's, in the. Video is there going to be
3: hilarious cat videos on the Patreon? Sure. Because everyone loves only if you buy those.
1: Videos. Only if you buy butt jewelry for the cats, like you sent in the oh text God. earlier. I thought that was a cat butt plug. Yeah,
2: claws? And he enjoy the scratching, you know? Yeah,
1: they do the kneading or whatever you call that. It's like kneading
2: dough. It feels like getting a shot in my goddamn leg because he just grips.
1: <laughs> he goes for it, shit. So brain scan. It's a fun watch if you're a Edward Furlong fan. I'd say check it out. Obviously, if you were to rank his roles. American History
2: X, Terminator Two, this maybe this yeah. I was about to say I don't even know what else he's in other than these yeah. three films. I could agree. Unfortunately, with that. yeah. American <laughs> History actually
1: just um is a much more rounded character that develops. So I think that's, and yes. a troubled youth and like in Terminator Two he's just kind of like there to be part young. of the rest of the story. Yeah. Because you just can't. Okay. Why? Ah. <laughs> you live. <laughs> You gotta tell that to the cat I will live
2: I basically just got Mm -hmm. shot in the leg with a cat claw
3: Cat scratch fever So Mm -hmm. Let's move along
2: What are we moving along to
3: Twin Peaks Can we cover Twin
1: Peaks?
0: We now return to the real
1: Ghostbusters Yes we can 11.30am February 24th
2: Got the pig in the air Entering the town of Twin Peaks Pretty 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 good
0: Bill Murray is the funniest man on the planet
2: Episode by
3: episode. Twin Peaks season two, episode three, the man behind the glass, right? Mm-hmm. I put mask for some reason. But then I remembered.
1: This episode has some things that I really like. I like how you see that um, the one armed man recognizes the poster Bob. It wasn't me. loses his shit. Oh yeah. It was he gets so man. freaked out by that, and then he goes in the bathroom and like doesn't he fucking like he shoots up something, and like then you have no idea where he went. Uh, He's taking... Has
2: his arm shaking when he takes it?
1: I I can't remember if it was doing... I don't know if they showed exactly what he did. I know that when
2: Dale went to look for him later, they just saw the needle laying on the floor where he had been in the stall. Shit, yeah. I I didn't watch this one this week, but I've seen it a 100 million times. I just kind of have to get feelers for exactly what happened in this one. But, um, yeah, I think he's taking something... To keep that shit from getting to him. Uh, help with the tremors. Yeah.
1: And so he's, the whole reason he's there is to try to sell the sh- sheriff shoes. And so the sheriff's there on a budget, and so he's trying to sell him a bunch of different versions of shoes, like shoes for a parade, shoes for this or that, and the sheriff's like, no, nah, man, I just, I just need some, like, everyday boots that are cool for working Boots. In.
0: Boots, straps, no
1: Boots, straps. Yep. And then... uh The other interesting piece that stood out to me was when What's her name like says she feels like everyone just like mistaking her for Laura all the time, and like that's what they all feel her as is like Laura, even though it's not. Oh, for sure,
2: James does that one hundred percent.
1: Yeah.
3: Did you skip over the FBI guy telling the sheriff that he loves him?
1: No, that's actually fucking great. Oh, that is. (laughs) I was about to say that's That's one of the greatest. That might trigger some
3: memory for Alec.
1: That's great though, because he comes back in there and he's like, you know. Just I'm going to recite the
2: quote for you here yeah, because it. it's um, one of my favorites. Um, Albert is one of the best characters in the show to me, again, just like... Well, uh, the actor. Well, the actor and him as the, his character is great in the show. I love him. His portrayal of the character is amazing. Yeah, you know, it's it's twofold there, Nick. His uh, I was just saying I love the actor. His speech is, while I admit to a certain cynicism, the fact is that I'm a naysayer and a hatchet man in the fight against violence... I pride myself in taking a punch and I'll gladly take another because I choose my to live my life in the company of Gandhi and King. My concerns are global. I reject absolutely revenge, aggression and retaliation. The foundation of such a method is love. I love you, Sheriff Truman. <laughs>
1: it's one of those classic lines. It's like way
2: some David Lynch writing, man.
1: Yes, but it's like way it ahead of me its time, like you know, somebody that's like <laughs>
2: truly just like a- ahead of the human population at that moment in time. He has another speech he gives to Cooper where he's like, stand in the room of, vol-
3: of the volcano and do your dance.
2: Do whatever you have to do.
3: I believe the, the I Love You was right he told Cooper that he was shot by a Walther PPK, which was James Bond's gun. For a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: yeah. Up until what? When uh, they changed that one. Uh, it's in, most of, it's in most of the novels and then I think Tomorrow never dies. He started using the P ninety nine, and then it's like Dan- you used something else. And then in Daniel Craig's second movie, he went back to the PPK. Hmm.
2: I mean, they only called it a PP seven in the game. I think.
3: Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, like, they didn't pay, pay, pay for, for the licensing. Yeah. The other games had different names for it too. PP Wiener. Welcome to James Bond talk. PP Poopoo. James Bond
2: talk. It's the James Bond hour. Here we, on the Bondage we brothers talk Podcast. The bondage We're talking brothers. about James Bond. That would be it's a horrible I. name. <laughs> I <it>. know. <laughs> ice T here. My favorite James Bond film is Octopussy. Do a
3: CCH Pounder from The Shield. The Big Black Woman. Remember? It's always sunny. I mean, you're losing me here. Yeah. Remember when. Uh, Sweet D tries to do an impression of Obama and it sounds really racist. Oh, God. And then... Yeah, it's been a while since the show. And then Dennis the did show. CCH Pounder really well.
2: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> uh, Nick's a troubling man.
0: Yeah, well, we haven't found a lot.
1: So.
2: Um, remind me of some other things. that. Oh, wait. I was looking some of it up. Anyway, yeah. Oh, One-Eye huge. wakes
3: up. Does that help you?
2: I love One-eyed.
3: when uh
1: Dale spends just a few minutes with um I'm
3: still learning names.
1: Not Shelley, but what's her name? Not Shelly's her name, I think. Yeah, not Shelly. <laughs> Leo's wife. And you know, Cooper questions her and he's like done with the conversation really quick and then everyone's like the sheriff is like really confused. He's like, What the fuck was that? And he's like, Yeah, it's an insurance case, all she wants is the money.
2: Oh, okay. And this like, one oh, fuck this the one where Harold is introduced. Harold. Oh yeah. Uh, Don is meets. like you're wearing a
3: different sweater today.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's like one of uh, one of her clients. Yeah, one of Laura Palmer's old people. She used to deliver food to for the Meals on Wheels program. She lives next door to the lady, Mrs. Tremond, which was in the last episode, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: If you remember the baked beans
2: appearance. Not baked beans. Creamed corn.
1: Why was I thinking baked beans?
2: Probably because it's similar looking thing. Yeah, we've been talking about, flic- but it's very flickin- specifically cl- creamed corn. I we've know talking yes, about because will flick- build come back. That, so. Creamed corn is a theme in this do show. They wrestle, it's a
3: theme. Creamed corn wrestling.
2: Uh-huh. We could do that in the Black Lodge. It's
3: from striptease. We'll do anymore. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, Audrey's drugged by Blackie. Because mm-hmm. they still have her kidnapped. Yeah, they're still trying to figure out what to do with her. And they bring in that, uh, what's he,
1: like a hitman or something? Almost, and they bring him in to... Oh, no, try to determine what they're going to do with her. Jean Renault. Oh, yeah, that's he's yeah. Another, uh, he's another... He's Jacques' older brother. Yeah, he makes that appearance, and then Shelley's husband.
2: Leo? Mm-hmm. Oh, who owns the diner? Who owns the diner is... um. Norma.
1: Norma. Yeah, Norma's husband's there in that conversation. Yeah, Hank's there. He's part of that thing. And he's talking about doing that. So, like, he's clearly like the muscle that does whatever people need done.
2: Yeah, kind of. Uh, That's why he was in jail. He did time for Josie. Remember, they talked to her? Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Sees the poster of Bob.
1: It's this really. Thoughtful breakdown here. Like, we really weren't prepared, but, you know, hey, yeah, we're going through Yeah, I didn't get it. to finish
3: it, and he didn't watch it, so it's all on you, Dustin.
1: Yeah, I watched it last night, so I was uh, slightly distracted, too, so.
2: Oh, Leland is arrested. What does that mean? Does that mean you're getting your ding-dong played with? No, no I just had other
1: shit going he on tore
3: in the house. Oh, well, Spangler into a million pieces.
1: <laughs> Lame. No, I wasn't even messing with that last night. Oh. He was jerking off.
3: You were kind of putting it away, I think, when I got I there. I usually
1: come over here to do that
3: jerk off at your brother's house uh Donna discovers the diary
2: hidden at Harold's at the end and before that though is uh with the cats when leland is arrested because of jacoby having a vision sort of thing in his dreams or whatever and telling truman
0: yeah
1: (laughs) because those two are on the same wavelength now that he's and he's less of an asshole in that in season one he's Jacoby's such a fucking weirdo, you hate he's him. He's a worm. He's a weasel. I still hate him. but Yeah, but he's less. He's useful, is all. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he has that spiritual wavelength there, so Cooper has a certain level of respect, and he knows he can get information from him. What are you, a fucking dog or a cat over here?
2: <laughs> he's like making like Nick's a seal. Over he's here over over here. Like
1: <laughs> smacking his face around the microphone like it's a dick. You don't have to fillet that, Mike.
3: You call me Mike? No, I said you don't My have to fillet Nick. that mic. None of each other it's a for,
1: microphone. For like over two years. You
2: don't need to fillet it. Fellatio.
3: Is that why they call it uh, fellatio? You're
2: sick, Marv. This train is derailed, and the only thing that's sad about that is that I wish it was a real train then and that I was actually killed right now. Because <laughs> that's how bad this last segment went. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's well, okay because I didn't even watch it. <laughs> like, I'm glad. So I don't blame anyone but myself. <laughs> I'm
1: glad we're not dead, because I'd still like to see Afterlife before
2: I go. I blame myself. So Obviously,
1: there's plenty of other things I'd like to see, too. Like, my children grow up and be happy. Six, all that kind of more <laughs> fucking, like, existential now. shit. But in the moment, Titties. if Alec's going to drive us off a cliff for some shit, if Alec and I are going to thumb and Louise, that we're locking you in
2: the fucking trunk.
3: <laughs> we'll start driving on all our trips. <laughs> we're going to dress
2: up and as women and everything when we do it, too. Yeah.
3: We'll <laughs> want to get a convertible. <laughs> we could just That won't be roof. a problem. If we've be, decided to kill ourselves, it won't be a problem to
2: steal a convertible. <laughs> yeah, be Brad Pitt. It won't be bad. There'll be nothing to lose at that point. I'll steal... You'll be in the trunk is what you'll be... Ooh,
3: ooh, what's, what car would we steal? I don't
2: know. <laughs> whatever they use in... Um, uh, oh, uh, not Thelma it, and Louise, but he's, oh, look, Fear and Loathing, because it's also like a red uh, okay. convertible. And we, we can get mm-hmm. a trunk full of drugs. Yeah, we can have some mescaline back in there, too. Do you okay. want to do some mescaline, Nick? Well, if I'm going to die, I guess so. You're going you're gonna to die in a trunk... On, on mescaline, mescaline. <laughs> drowning probably don't worry or we'll, we'll let you wear golf pen.
1: shoes though it'll be fine and that is basically how we're gonna end this shit show this week
2: um yeah pretty much so look forward to a hot new music video hitting the streets this week oh yeah um remember to subscribe on our youtube youtube.com slash the frog bros S-
3: smash the like
2: button twitter bros underscore frog uh, Instagram. Give frogs. us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck you're doing. Yelp. Tell a friend if Yelp. you like this bullshit. Tell a friend to listen to if this. If you
3: too. hate someone, tell them mm-hmm. about Frog Brothers Podcast.
1: Yeah. If you're fighting with your spouse, this is a podcast
3: it. you should wish on your enemies. Leave. Play. Can't you play all episodes nonstop like a one button? And then good night, everybody. When you How's go out of town. Guests, the Frog Brothers.
0: Dinner guests, Frog Brothers. Frog brothers, Frog Brothers. These are my dinner guests, the Frog Brothers. Frog brothers, Frog Brothers. These are my dinner guests, Frog Brothers. Frog brothers Shut this off. Shut these all off.